0: Basketball season won't be around forever, so get in on all the action now with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. DraftKings is giving new players a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Claim your free shot at a million dollars in total prizes when using the code THPN during sign-up. Playing daily fantasy basketball is simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Feel the sweat like never before. Every dunk, steal, assist means so much more with the DraftKings Daily Fantasy lineup. Baseball fans, you may have missed out on a season-long fantasy, so now is the time for you to get in on all the Daily Fantasy action with DraftKings as even more ways to make it rain. With DraftKings, payday comes every day for players, so what are you waiting for? Head to the app now. Download the DraftKings app now and use the code THPN during sign-up. This week, DraftKings is putting you in the action with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That's code THPN, and you can get a free shot at million dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligible restriction apply. See DraftKings.com for details. You are now tuned in to the The Windy Windy City City Benders Benders podcast. This is WCVP. All right, it's another edition of the WCB Podcast, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. It is Jerem, It's Tanner. Tanner, what's up, bud? Uh, not a lot, man. Feeling good. It's
1: kind of still getting nicer out.
0: <laughs> it was like 80s this week. That was great. Yeah, cold and rainy, and I think it's coming back this week, so. Yeah. Oh, um, exciting time. Trade, trade deadline will be today when this episode is uploaded. A lot of movement already, yeah. Um, and of course, typically once we hit stop recording on Wednesday, shit goes down. Yeah, why not, right? So, um, yeah, I think we should probably just get into it because I think there's a lot of talk about on the trade front and rumors, and kind of see what we want, what we yeah. honestly maybe they made a wish list a little bit here. Um, in the time that we last recorded, the Hots two games. Yes, I wish they didn't. I mean, they won one. They lost one. They yes, Harris by one. Um, the first one was on Thursday. It was against Dallas. They lost five to one, and I think that was probably the worst performance since like the first couple games of the season. I didn't even get a chance to watch the game. It was the pretty much the summary. The quick summary: the defense didn't show up to the game.
1: That's what I kind of heard. Yeah, it was so so
0: bad. Lots of turnovers in front. For some reason, the Hawks defense, this happened against the game against Columbus too yesterday. They just don't like cover in front of the net. Like they will leave guys there all day and they're starting to make Lincoln and pay for it. Yeah, I don't I've seen
1: that like happen a bunch. Throughout the season, and it's just an odd defensive tactic to go after somebody in the corner and behind the net and leave somebody in front. I'm not sure why they're doing that still, but yeah, it's it's frustrating. i
0: pull up the goal list here
1: really quick. I got it. I mean, okay, game started out with a power play goal
0: and like 10 minutes in for so the Rupe hints. Yeah, and here's the fun fact too. Going into this game, the Hawks or the Dallas Stars were one for 15 on the power play against the Hawks. Mm, that's always nice. Damn, that's man. not so. Guess you can pretty much guess what happened this game.
1: Yeah, a couple power play goals, huh? <laughs> I mean, Kubli ends up scoring a good one. Hinostrusa and him at like just Hinostrusa throws it at the front of the net, and Kubli's just like, "Yep, got it.
0: Thanks." Yeah, that was, like, perfect through a couple legs right onto Kubuli's stick. Oh, man, that was beautiful. Henestros, yeah. like, no, I'm really starting to – I was, like, indifference about that pickup. Like, I'm like, ah, I don't hate it, I don't love it. But he's been looking really good on this, like, second stint here.
1: Yeah, he's a good little player. Like, I've always enjoyed him. Like, he's he's fast, and, like, he gets those legs moving. It's It fits with the team, which is nice. It is weird seeing him wearing 28 though, too. Yeah, what did he he wore 28 before, didn't he? No, he wore 48. Oh, okay,
0: 48 with us, and then 13 with Florida and Arizona.
1: Weird. (laughs) I want
0: all right, I wonder if he'll go to 13
1: if Yanmark's traded. I
0: don't know, we'll We'll see in a second. Yeah,
1: uh. (laughs) Then they had a they exploded in the second with three goals Jason Robertson, Miro Heiskanen on the power play, and then Blake Como. And you know, it's a bad game if Blake Como Como's getting two goals.
0: Yeah, that Robertson goal was just absolutely terrible. Um, I always say his name wrong because I just realized it. Um, Zadroff, <laughs> it's the Doroff. why do I keep saying that? I don't know, the um really careless turnover into the middle of the slot and the dallas just went tic-tac-toe and robertson was just wide open just walks around puts it around lincoln in it's just like it's like watching that it's just so goddamn frustrating yeah for me to see your name right when you do shit like that boom (laughs) that's what (laughs) yeah man
1: um yeah, and then yeah, it, it just didn't go well for the. Hawks. I mean, that was
0: just the story of the game. Um, I don't know if it's got to be like it's it's hard to say too because it's like I want I don't want to just be like oh my god Lincoln it couldn't could it wasn't Lincoln's fault but it's like it's some of those I mean I understand being left alone in front of the net and all that kind of stuff but you do got to be a little bit better I mean yeah how to make those clutch saves
1: yeah it's a uh, can't happen all the time though
0: yeah um, So then they had the day off and they went to Columbus on Saturday and the game started off exactly how it was in Dallas. Two goals, nobody coming in front of the net. just terrible defense. There was like one two it was like the puck was in the corner the second goal, the puck was in the corner. I forgot who was just threw it to the net, and Cam Atkinson's just standing there. Yeah, Roslevik. Yeah, Roslevik. Like, it's like you, you, especially like a player, an elite player, like like an elite goal scorer, like Cam Atkinson, who yeah, he's gonna score majority of the time. Yeah, just let him sit there.
1: He's he's good. (laughs)
0: He's been doing it for
1: a while. He looks like he's 19, but he's like almost 30, I think. But yeah, he's he's gonna put those away. But luckily, Hawks finally scored like a power play goal. It's been a minute.
0: And it's been it was vintage to bring it too, sitting right at the like the the circle.
1: Yeah, like bottom of the circle ish area between that and the dot. Just nice little clapper on the power play.
0: He's starting to really like, you know, turn into a little Ovechkin for us.
1: <laughs> Honestly. He gets more assists though. Yeah. What's surprising to me is on the second goal, it was Ryan Carpenter's first assist of the year on Soderbergh's goal. That is weird. Right? I feel that's like Carpenter's weird. always out there doing a lot of, like, good things, but I guess it's just points aren't just happening for him. This yeah, I mean, for him mucking it up.
0: yeah, for him mucking it up in the corners and stuff, you'd think it, like – Something would squirt out in front and get yeah, just and run away. Yeah.
1: Wow, that's strange. So, I mean, good for him. <laughs> yeah, he's got in. he's got four goals and he's and finally gets an assist towards the end of the season.
0: And then, congratulations to Wyatt Kalnuck on his first career goal. Yep, that one just kind of
1: squeezed through.
0: Very barely a first career goal, but it counts. They don't ask how they ask how many and huh. how many he's won.
1: I was gonna say like I was watching the highlights and I don't know if anybody really knew who scored the goal because it didn't look like they knew for sure it was his. So like nobody went and picked the puck up right away. I I don't know if he ended up getting it or not, but it's just like ooh that's uh that's interesting. He- I don't know who's got the more interesting first goal like him or maybe Kirby Doc like last season when he goes off his knee <laughs> against like Flurry. Like, that's a that's a good one too.
0: And he becomes the sixth Hawk rookie to score his first goal this year. That's a lot. That's insane how many rookies we've had playing.
1: It's not too shabby. No. And then uh, Dylan Strom gets a nice put away on like a two-on-one-ish. It was like a two-on-one, but that was like a drop back pass to – what was it, Doc? Yeah. Who then pushed it over to hit, uh, Strom. That was that was a nice one. And Strom's been on fire since he uh, – Came back with his dad's strength.
0: Dad strength.
1: Or at least he's just been scoring. I don't even he know he has any assists.
0: Doc's already got has got four points in eight games. I'm actually surprised he played eight games already. It doesn't feel like that many.
1: Yeah. It's that's
0: that does feel kind of weird. But um and then Patrick Line gives us all a heart attack, scores a goal with less than a minute left to bring it four-three, but the hawks hold on. And that pretty much wraps up the games that we uh, missed since last recording. I'm just pulling up the standings real quick.
1: Two points out of a spot right now.
0: Yeah, so nothing. Everything just got basically got canceled out from the last time we recorded. But like I said, I mean, look at all of a sudden Dallas. Dallas has
1: a better win percentage than us at this point now.
0: They have three games in hand. They're three points behind us. They're on a two-game win streak. They're 5-3 five, three, five, three and 2 in their last 10. I don't know. I think... It's, it's, it's going to be a tough road
1: for the next, like, month. Is I know that-
0: we talked we talked about last episode. Like, we were like, are the, is this team legitimately a playoff team? And I'm starting, like, in just three days or four days, however long since we recorded... I'm kind of starting to think that they're not a legitimate playoff team. I just think that there's going to be too much coming from the other teams in the division. And especially if they're going to start making moves with uh, Yanmark and possibly camp and all that kind of stuff. I think it's going to be. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. I mean, they did make a trade um, to pick up some some bodies. uh, Was it Friday? No, Thursday.
1: Yeah, Thursday, I think
0: Thursday. Um, the Hawks traded Lucas Carlson and Lucas Walmart to Florida for Brett Connolly, Riley Stillman, Henrik uh, Bro- was as Borgstrom. Borgstrom. Um His signing rights and the seventh rounder was it? Ah, fuck, I forgot to write down what year it was. Was it this year's? I think it's this year's. Um, I don't remember off the top of my head what it was. I'm pulling up real quick, but um, that's gonna be interesting. Like it's it's an interesting move there.
1: Yeah, I mean they they pulled It's a twenty twenty one. They pulled in Connolly, who's basically like cap giving them cap space. We end up getting a young defenseman in Stillman, but that was kind of just a trade off between Stillman and Lucas Carlson. Um, I don't know if I I haven't really noticed much about like Stillman. I'm like paid attention. I think, like,
0: I think he's just like I hear he's just like a good young defenseman. Real quick, while I'm on it, uh, Brett yeah. Connolly in 21 games, two goals, two assists.
1: Yeah, so he's underperforming because um, he should be scoring more goals. He's a goal scorer. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm not sure. One, fucking fifty. Yeah, he's he's aged since winning the cup like <laughs> hard. Um. But yeah, and then we get Borgstrom, who's like Bowman's favorite thing. It was like. First round picks who are like change of scenery kind of players
0: who would be labeled as bust. I think
1: I don't know about bust, but just like haven't he reached hasn't even potential. Played, I
0: mean, he technically hasn't even played yet.
1: He hasn't played a game this year.
0: But why we have it? We have, we got his signing rights.
1: Yeah, because his his ELC is ended. He's played in the oh, NHL. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He had, like, 19 points, like, two years ago.
0: 18 points in 2018, 2019 season,
1: 50 games. Yeah, he's got he's got a career of 19 points in 58 games. Okay. So, I don't know. He just – he was a first-round pick. He. University of Denver? Yeah, played at University of Denver. Um, he's uh, just playing in – Europe right now. He's not doing too shabby in Europe at, at the moment, though, too. So, we'll see if he comes over
0: and uh, can strike gold
1: with us, I guess, you know?
0: <laughs> um, Stillman in eight games this year has zero points, is a plus two with 14 Pims, and then he's played uh, five games with Syracuse Crunch, and he has three assists. Cool. So he's young too isn't he yeah. yeah so i
1: wonder i wonder if stillman would be something that we don't have to protect if he's young enough or is he is he would he would be like available in the expansion draft
0: i think no i think i don't even know the rules anymore i forgot like what it's a, there's like a games play requirement yeah And know he's so he's got 43 total nhl games yeah so that's what I'm, I'm
1: curious. I mean, he's a decent size guy, six, one. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um.
0: All oh, okay. So all players with no moving clause at the time of draft. Yep. declined have clients where the clauses are, prote- are protected all first and second year professionals and unsigned draft choices are sent from selection.
1: In addition, would he be considered a second-year professional then. He will only played less than
0: fifty games. Yeah, so I'm trying to see players with. Oh wait, no, that's a potential injury. I don't see anything about games played. Yeah.
1: I don't but know. It's, it's, it's Bowman. Like, there's the quote from Bowman that just says that like, Riley someone was a big part of the trade. He said he's a different style than most all of our young defensemen that we have. The biggest thing with him is his competitiveness, his aggressive style. You want to have players that make plays and join the rush and create offense, but you also want to have some defensemen who are stable defender defenders, penalty killers, and bring a little bit of that competitive spirit. And that's uh, that's what Riley Stillman's bringing. So he's he's I guess he's looking at a good young defensive defenseman, which is great. Because, I mean, with the guys that we have right now, it's – Bowden is a little bit more offensive. I I think Bowden has a better two-way game than Boquist. Boquist is definitely offensive. Um, Mitchell's. Mitchell's a little bit of both. But, like, having one that's – having somebody that's mainly defensive-minded is going to be great. You need that, like, Seabrook. Yeah. Well, we need that net front presence. (laughs) Um, So –
0: no, I mean, it sounds like it was a thought-out plan because I think it's safe to say whoever we lose in the advantage is going to be defensemen. So we're going to have to have somebody that can step up in that position because you're looking at Dehan, Murphy, and the other dude. I can never say his name right, so I'm going to try it. Zadorov. Yes, Zedoro.
1: <laughs> Way to go. And, and I mean, was, we didn't, I didn't, I feel like it was, it was good. Like we didn't lose much. Like Walmart didn't, I was excited to have Walmart on the team, but he didn't really do much. Like a lot of p- other players like prove themselves. And I think it's kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's kind of funny. that got traded at the deadline basically to Florida two years in a row. <laughs> um, And then Lucas Carlson, I liked a lot too, but he, you know, he, he also is a very similar type of defenseman that, to the rest of the guys that we have, so it's it's good to see that they kind of flipped him for somebody same age but more defensive minded, a little bit bigger, and I think that'll that'll hopefully work out a little bit better. And um, they didn't they didn't play at all on Saturday, right? I don't think they was busy yesterday.
0: T- I think they're still technically quarantining
1: technically quarantining and yeah. do they have to Is yeah because th- they're coming from florida and florida's kind of a shit show
0: i think it's like a small one because i know because henna drove from florida to chicago to cut the quarantine in half okay so i'm not a hundred percent sure what the rules are but i i don't know if it's like a full like week or two week thing like canada but no i don't i doubt it like, we play, we, we fucking go to
1: Florida and they Florida comes here. I know oh, right. it's going to yeah. be like a hard. Like
0: I think, yeah, I think it's quarantine. just, like, okay, you're going to be around a new group of guys. So, yeah. Um, we'll just check to make sure. When we get the trade deadline coming up,
1: when this episode comes out, trade deadline day. Yeah. Um, I wonder what other trades we're going to make with Florida because apparently that's the only team we're trading with
0: Florida, Carolina, Arizona. That's the only number, those are the only GMs that Bowman has the number for. Yep, and
1: Florida's in the best place to probably want Yanmark.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, so like we were talking about before, like there's been – Yanmark has been kind of like, as he's been doing better this season, it's been kind of like we all expected his name was going to get tossed around. Yep. Um, now we're seeing on TSN's um, – what is a trade bait portal or whatever they call it? Trade, trade bait, bait list. Portal. They have camp up to the 25th most likely player to be traded. Mm -hmm. Um, Or not most likely to be traded, just like uh, most valuable. valuable. Yeah. Yeah. And most sought after. And what's hilarious is the 13th on that list is Chicago Blackhawks salary cap space. Yeah. (laughs) Or calorie sap cap space is more. Calorie sap? salary cap (laughs) is is more valuable than 12 other players on that list
1: yeah i mean it's more of it's our most valuable asset on our team
0: right now apparently who the hell would have thought that the blackhawks and salary cap like value would be in the same sentence i don't know but
1: we just kind of going ahead but like we just saw detroit finagle a fourth round pick out of a a Tampa Bay and Columbus deal by also acquiring just cap in uh, the David Savard trade.
0: Yeah. So so they're
1: like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll hold on to a million dollars for you if we get a pick and it's like, yeah, here's a fourth and like, thanks. Sounds good. Pleasure doing business with (laughs) you.
0: That's the way to do it, man. I mean, that's why I think Stan Bowman needs to be on the phone with Buffalo and being like, Hey, let us know what you're thinking about Taylor Hall. Yeah, you know, we'll we'll get in on that to help you guys out and make the money work type of thing. Yeah, I mean, Buffalo ends up getting the first
1: rounder for fifty percent retained, and then that then we retained fifty percent of that and take two million. And you don't think a team would take Taylor Hall for two fucking million dollars and a few like pet, like picks going the other way? I don't know. Do, are we getting
0: into like NHL trade talk? where you going to talk Yanmark a little bit more? Uh, I mean, what, or what do we want to it's, see? It's
1: pretty much, I mean, the, I think, what do you think the Hawks could expect from Yanmark?
0: I think a second or a third. Yeah.
1: I'm hoping if it's a team that's literally like a Tampa Bay style team that you think is going to go pretty deep, I hope it's a second. That's like, let's get a conditional second. Like, it could turn into a first if they make it to the, Stanley Cup finals or some shit.
0: Like, that'd be dope. I can't see Yan Mark John like a, f- a first. Even David
1: though- Savar just drew a first. Yeah,
0: I know. Fuck. <laughs> and
1: I mean, Smart's it's just, it's just crazy to think
0: a guy that we signed for $1 million has played his way into a first round pick. Like, that's.
1: He's not. He signed at
0: 2.25. Was Walmart the million? Yeah. Oh,
1: okay. Um, but yeah, you David Savard, not even not even just a first round pick, a first, a third, and a fourth. Yeah, generally that's what it was. Yeah, they true. did get lash off in the trade, but it's just like a first, a third, and a fourth from Tampa. Tampa doesn't give a shit about their first round picks, and like oh, that's kind of worked out for them because so... like they trade they traded for Barclay Goudreau last year,
0: yeah, and that worked out well. Locked in like three to five years, dude. It doesn't matter. Well, windows done? But is it even okay? Does it it doesn't even matter? But if you're like looking at like a shit, dog shit hockey in three to five years and you only got so you only get one Stanley Cup out of all this,
1: yeah, it's still worth it, so on, and you are still like super competitive.
0: Hot's got three. I'm just saying,
1: yeah, that doesn't happen that often. <laughs> Is it worth it? Yeah, man. Fucking go for
0: it. You see the cups? Yeah, fuck yeah, it's worth it.
1: Um but yeah, hopefully yeah, Mark, it's uh I hope I'm hoping for a second, likely a third. Maybe maybe he gets packaged with camp or Zadorov. Like it's Zadorov's on the trade bait list too. Just because, like we said, he might be go unprotected. So it's kinda like I'd rather have him get traded for something instead of just basically like trading sod and not getting any, anything returned two week, two years later.
0: And he's only, and he is an RFA still. So right. It's like, there's some extra value right there. Cause you got a little. And that's crazy
1: too. Cause like the has been in the league for a long time. Like it's, he's not like, he's not that old, but he's still an RFA, but he's played like six years. Yeah. I think they got like,
0: that's one rule I wish they would look at is lowering that. Like, see, it's like it sucks and it doesn't. Like as a fan, no, yeah, keep it where it's at because that means you know, we get to keep these young guys. Yeah. But as a player, it's like that sucks. Like essentially from if say you get in the league at 18, you're under control until you're 26.
1: Yeah. It's usually a lot of players majority of their career.
0: That's that sucks.
1: You know, I mean, the teams are investing in these guys and they they don't want to invest in a guy and have him for four years and then all of a sudden they don't want to play there anymore. It's kind of
0: losing
1: that, assets that goes, for no reason. Right, and
0: that goes in hand-in-hand, hand though, too, with the salary cap because then it's like you have these guys that are building these players up from drafting them and all that, and essentially they're being punished because they can't afford to sign them for how good they've done, too, yeah. the salary cap and all that. So it's like it's – such a broken system, but whatever. But yeah. We yeah, watch the games. We don't play them. So, yeah, Mark would be.
1: I mean, I think he's number one because clearly they held him out of the game Saturday because they're working on a deal. If they move camp, I'll be upset because he's really becoming a, a solid, solid player.
0: And I can't see getting too much for him though. Like, I can see maybe a third or a fourth. Maybe yeah, because I mean, he's clearly
1: he's clearly just like a depth player. Like yeah. he's not he's not gonna be a first or a second. If they get a third, I think that's insane. I think that'd be pretty damn good. Yeah. Um. Like, but we'll see. He's got he's got no goals. He doesn't he. But he's just so solid defensively.
0: I saw. Um, Colorado was reaching out about Ian Mark.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Colorado's thinking about Yanmark. So.
0: Colorado we'll see what and Tampa are just
1: going all in. Yeah, why not? Colorado's on, on fire, so
0: I think, I think they should go all in. Um, all right, On to transition to just trades in general that has happened. Sure. Also, just speaking of
1: Colorado, how about that NME 2.0 call? Yeah. <laughs> Getting,
0: gotta love it. I just love <laughs> the like, Stay in the text room. You're like, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what happened?
1: <laughs> oh my god! How many goals did Grubauer let up? It was like seven. I don't know. Where is it? Was it just that Wednesday? Oh my god!
0: It was probably. Oh, it
1: was. It was. Yeah, it was eight goals against. I don't know if it was all against Grubauer though. It's just it was absolutely hilarious that that happened. Okay, come on. Pull it up. Why is this so slow?
0: All right, well, you're pulling that up. So as soon as we got off of the off of Zoom on Wednesday. <laughs>
1: okay, I found it. I found it. <laughs> Seven goals on 18 shots. Yikes. And then Johansson came in and let up a goal <laughs> on one shot. And that was it. You okay. hit a 0% save percentage.
0: Well, the Buffalo... The Buffalo writer was right about, about him.
1: Yeah, and then the, I mean that kid got his first shutout of the season <laughs> the next game or some shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's hilarious. Yeah, it's it's so, exactly what happened. So
0: yeah. So all right, the first big trade happened after we got off. We got done record on a Wednesday. Um, New Jersey Devils traded Kyle Palmieri, uh, tra- Travis Zajac to the Islanders for AJ Greer, Mason, uh was Jobist? Uh yeah, I think so. 2021 first round pick and a 2022 conditional fourth round pick. The conditions are the Islanders advance to the 2021 Stanley Cup final, the fourth round pick upgrades to a third in 2022 or 2023. Islanders had the option to of which pick they transfer.
1: This is, like, it's kind of crazy because have you seen the current age, average age of the Devils right now is under 25. They're the only team in the NHL with the average age under 25. Jesus. Their whole – I think it's, like, their whole forward core, like, forward group, no one's over 25.
0: So it makes sense why they're not really, like, winning. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but can you imagine having, like, such a young team that's not playing terribly? Like, they're all extremely young. (laughs) It says uh, right here in this article, it says on NHL.com, it says the longest-tenured player on the roster is defenseman Damon Severson, and he's only 26. Jesus. Like, I think, is their oldest player right now? Uh, Probably PK. PK. Yeah.
0: And there's rumors that he's getting moved
1: who's moving, like, what? I there was talk they, if, they if they can get picks, like, why not?
0: There was, a, I saw one thing saying that Florida was looking at him, but then hmm. they made that trade for um, Montour.
1: Oh, yeah, they just so, they
0: did that. Yeah, so I don't know if that's still on the table or not. Um, I know Rossi was like that. Do not do that. I cannot not handle a Yandel PK defense. Like Oh, my God.
1: Unless it was, like. Six years ago, right? <laughs> so, I mean, that was, I think that was a great trade, especially since the Islanders, uh, I guess they were looking at getting Taylor Hall as well. And New Jersey had then apparently, t- I was like, hey, we'll give you Zay Jack as well yeah. in this deal. And then, and that's what sweetened the pot enough for yeah, Lou and Rollo to at, they pull had the had trigger. Built,
0: yeah, it was like a confirm, almost a confirmed deal until. New Jersey threw that Zajac in there.
1: And I mean, that's what the Islanders needed since Honor's Lee went down. Yeah. And they needed their left wing scoring forward. And now they got Paul Mary and he's, and immediately shaved his beard. That's <laughs> such a stupid thing. Like I hate yeah. like he does that. And then what was it? Con- yeah, Connor Carrick, <laughs> the chirp online just saying he's surprised Lou let him keep the eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. That was
0: a that was an all-time good one. Well done, Carrick. Well done. Let's, um, see. let's see. After that, we had our, the Hawks trade. Um, and the, on Friday, we saw a bunch happen, or a couple happen. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs acquire Riley Nash from Columbus for a 2022 20, conditional seventh-round pick. Um, the pick upgrades to a sixth pick. If Nash appears in 25% of the Leafs, Uh, 2022-2021 playoff games. Hmm. So, I mean, that's a good little depth ad for them. Um, Yeah, I don't don't think that's
1: going to be the end of it for them, you know, because they are looking they're looking to make some moves. They're not afraid to move prospects or picks. They are linked to Feligno.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. So, Minnesota and Toronto? Yeah, those are the two. Um. Later in the day, Colorado acquired Patrick Nemeth from Detroit for a fourth-round pick. Mm. Detroit just sitting there picking up fourth-round picks like it's nobody's business. They must know something about the fourth round that we don't. (laughs) Um, As we mentioned earlier, uh, Brandon Montour traded to the Florida Panthers from Buffalo for a 2021 third-round pick, which I think that was a good value pick right there.
1: Yeah, see, like if
0: if montour who's i'm pretty
1: sure he's not that he's not that old he's like he's still a younger defenseman um montour he's only get, is if he's only getting a third he's 27 if he's only getting a third that's kind of worries me about like yeah mark might only be a third as well
0: yeah but it's hard i mean different different positions different player needs yeah we'll see.
1: We'll see. I just hope we get something good. That's all I want. I mean, eventually the you know like so it's going to get down to the deadline because then teams are going to be like, okay, well, we're going to ask for less because they want to just get something, you know. And Yeah. Well, yeah. After
0: like fifth round for you, Mark.
1: Yeah. Like, oh my god. Please not like a Gustafson like trade situation where we get like a third that was
0: so badly handled, yeah, he traded him right away when he had the value
1: well yeah, after that we get uh devin Dubnik on the on the move again he's got he's traded to Colorado from San Jose for Greg pattern in a
0: fifth Colorado getting nervous about uh the Emmy two
1: yeah i mean they they don't have like a solid backup because pablo Franco is still out i think. Like, it makes sense. They went and traded for that Johansson kid, and it's just like, like we said, the Buffalo beat writer was like, "He's the worst goal I've ever seen." I can't believe they did this. So like, I don't
0: know. Yeah, so Colorado's uh, gonna be his sixth team. Why do I feel like I felt like he has moved around more? Oh, because he had a couple of stints in the minors. That's why.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then we get the the big trade with. Uh, So Lightning, Jackets, and Red Wings. So it's a a cool little breakdown where it was originally just Brian Lashoff for David Savard, like just swapped, and I'm sure it was like 50% retained there on Savard. And then it was the Lightning traded a fourth-round pick to Detroit for David Savard. And then the Lightning traded a first and a third in 2022 for Brian Lashoff to Columbus. So, Brian Lashoff got them uh, a first and a third, and Savard <laughs> only was worth a fourth.
0: <laughs> well, so, seeing people on Twitter, like, why stop helping Tampa Bay be good? I finally understand why people hated the Hawks. <laughs> years And, like, everybody's like, oh, surprise, surprise, GM's helping out Stan Bowman, the Blackhawks. And I'm like, I, don't, I never understood the hate. I get it now. I totally understand.
1: Yeah. But here's the thing, though. Like, the salary cap's still a thing. And this time, or when next year starts, and in, in, like Kucherov is back and they have this whole team, and they're not going to be able to keep Savard, and they have to move players because, I mean,
0: they're not losing a lot of cap probably. Like, so the next team is gonna year is going to be fucked. This, this offseason, they have. Uh Blake Coleman, Barclay Goudreau, um Ross Colton, David Savard, Cal Foot, and Curtis Um McElhinney are the only ones coming off.
1: Well, Marion Gabrick and Anders and Nielsen are also those, gonna be yeah, off but those are also LTR. Right, right, right. It's yeah, they're gonna I mean fuck man. <laughs> I don't care. They're gonna have to. Tr- they're gonna have to move shit. It's gonna. I feel like they're gonna to have to blow some blow some shit up, like how the Hawks had to do. So maybe they can get stripped for parts a little bit.
0: Oh man, Kucherov nine point five. God about that. Yeah. So. I think Damkos is going on LTIR until playoffs to make this work.
1: That's what that's what they're gonna fucking do. I saw like a little joke online where it was like, "Hey Stamkos, how you feeling right now?" He's like, "Oh, I'm feeling pretty good." And then they like, and it's like, whoever's their GM like hates him in the fucking knee with a wrench. He's like, "How you feeling now?" He's like, "Oh, I guess I gotta be on LTIR." He's like, "Cool, we need the cap space."
0: Today's cap <laughs> hit for Tampa Bay is ninety nine million nine
1: hundred four thousand one hundred sixty six. Yeah, this cap space is. I heard, the, the cap is just a, eh, it's not, it's not real.
0: It's a suggestion. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like, God damn it. Fucking, yeah. You should stay in this range, but do it.
1: Um, other, other than that, for trades.
0: So Taylor Hall's still on the board?
1: Yep, that one's going to probably go down to, down to the last minute to see if it gets Which- cheaper.
0: It's gonna be yeah, that's gonna hurt Buffalo's return on him, but I'm gonna say it right now. Taylor Hall is the most overrated mm-hmm. player. Like, I don't understand why all these teams and it, it doesn't Like, I don't understand why these teams think they can get so much for him and why they do get so much for him. What, think- has, he, what has he done besides the MVP season, a heart year? Nothing.
1: I mean, like, he's he's got solid stats. Like he plays, but he doesn't score anymore. I don't know why. I think he's a great, like, complimentary piece to like whatever core you already have. I think I mentioned that before. It's just um, like, let's see, hockey. Oh, well, everybody's really high on Taylor Hall because he's the first overall.
0: Was it 2017? He won his yeah. 2017, he won his heart. Yeah. 93 points that year since then 37 52 25 27 19
1: yeah there's plenty of injuries though too
0: right um let's see yeah the after year he only played 33 after his heart year um 65 games played in okay so the 25 27 that was between split between New Jersey and Arizona he had 52 points that year and then 19 like I don't like yeah he's a good player but he's not like we gotta mortgage our future to get this guy and I mean, and like definitely does not deserve to get paid the stupid amount of money gets <laughs> offered.
1: I mean he's got nineteen points right now in thirty-seven games with only two goals, which is I don't know. Is it because it's a Buffalo thing?
0: I don't know. I don't get it. I don't I actually don't get the appeal to him. Um there is thoughts that Edmonton might be his destination.
1: Just go back. I wonder what they would end up giving up for him. But I don't care. Just, I don't think the Hawks should ever go for him. I don't well, think,
0: like we said, unless it's for that salary cap reason. Yeah. We can get a pick out of it. Yeah, that's fine. I don't, I don't like him. I don't like, I don't think he is all that great. I don't think he deserves the, you know, the praise and like the, the salary and the, and the figures of coming, you know, all that kind of stuff. I just, I don't get it.
1: Yeah. Like you said, like since that heart season, I think people see him as more of like a a game-breaking kind of player, but like Arizona gave up a lot for him and really didn't hear much about him in Arizona. And like Buffalo signed him, which was like a huge deal. And I mean, like I just said, he's got 19 points in 37 games. That's, I don't know, not really an $8 million player to me either. That's kind of, (laughs) I mean, Mike Hoffman right now, has one less game played, makes half as much, and has 21 points but nine goals. And St. Louis fucking hates Mike Hoffman for some reason because I guess <laughs> he doesn't show up every game. And he's only two years older. And it's just like, I don't know, if I had the choice of left wingers, I would I'd rather just take the cheaper Mike Hoffman. Right. But.
0: Paul's only had 30 goals one time in his career. And that was his fucking. That year. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: don't know. Like we'll see what <laughs> I can't wait to see what team overpays, but you know a team that's looking to just get over the over the edge and and really give themselves a really good cup run. If like if it ends up being Toronto, like you already have all these star players to just add Hall, it would be a great idea. But I mean, that would just be a rental. There's no way that you hold on to him after that. Oh no, because other like they were saying too, like like Hall said, he would be interested in signing an extension with a team that acquires him.
0: But the teams that are looking to acquire him are all guys that our teams are up against the cap, and they're literally just looking for that boost for the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I mean, if they get him and then he does amazing, you know, like maybe they end up looking at moving somebody else and signing him long-term, you never know. We'll see. It's going to be a fun little day to, I mean, let's make the trade deadline fun again. You know, <laughs> shit used to go crazy.
0: Yeah. Let's get fucking weird. Like, and I think it will. I really do. I think we're going to see a lot of trades. Like it might not be um, like big blockbuster, big names and all that, but you're going to see a lot of teams starting to make stuff to get themselves ready for the expansion draft. Yeah. That's, what, that's uh, what's going to be really fucking cool to see like what these teams are doing. I can't and wait for it that. Just, and it's just the tip of the iceberg because once the off season starts and Seattle is like officially in play, you're gonna start seeing more wheeling dealing and all that to protect players and all that too. It's gonna to be it's gonna be we're for some fun hockey news, and then that's starting tomorrow until like the end of the expansion draft. Yeah, just let me get the let's get the playoffs going. I'm excited.
1: Well, other than the trade news, uh anything else for the trade stuff?
0: Um, no, do you? No, I think we just covered it all.
1: Yeah, just looking forward to seeing what's gonna happen. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, so going to more NHL talk, uh, Jack Campbell officially sets a record, NHL record, to be the only goalie with 11 wins in a row to start a season, which is kind of crazy to me <laughs> because the season's almost over. Yeah that he's only played 11 games. Um, but I mean, it's awesome for him. If you've watched any of like his interviews or anything like that online, he is probably, he seems like probably one of the nicest guys in the NHL. He oh, truly really is just like a genuinely awesome, nice guy. And I'm just like, I think Jack, I'm a big Jack Campbell fan right now. Like he, he just everything that they say, like, Hey, like, how does it feel? Like you did this, you did this. And he just, it's always like about the team and like how grateful he is to play in Toronto and like how grateful he was to have the time he did in LA and just like, man, he's so fucking humble. And it's, it's just really cool to
0: to see that. He's 11 and zero with a nine, three save percentage and a 1.88 goals against average with two shutouts.
1: Yeah. Not too fucking shabby. I mean, he tied the record this week. With Carey Price at ten games, and then he just broke it yesterday or two days ago, a few
0: days ago. Was it yesterday? Uh, last game was yesterday, yeah. Yeah, and or Saturday, whenever. Listen to this.
1: Perfect. Yes. Okay. Cool. And they, I mean, it's kind of it wasn't the greatest. It was a six-five victory, you know.
0: But, but again, so I we posted that clip of us talking about the North Division not being good and all that kind of stuff. And Frank from Hockey Illuminati comments. and All he does is Jack Campbell and I said, yeah, cool. You've named one good goal in the entire division. Thanks for proving our point. Like, and and he goes and lets up six or five goals. It's like... Against Ottawa, too. Yeah. Like, speaking of Ottawa, though, they are good. Like, I think people are sleeping on them. I think they're going to be so damn good in, in the next, like, year or two. Like, this team's got a great future. It's they're fun to watch. Like they, and they're the only team in the NHL has not been shut out this year, which is insane.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many shutouts they have, but they uh it's also, I think one of my favorite things that I saw mine was just like, Oh, like Austin Matthews with another hat trick. And it's like, yeah, good for him. He was fucking playing against Anton Forsberg, who has a sub 900 <laughs> save percentage. It's like, wow, must have been real fucking hard for
0: him. Um, um, so really like, that guy. I feel so bad for him. Yeah, he's the suitcase. Does um, I put this in our group text yesterday. Does also, man, he's sitting at 31 goals? He's got 15 games left. Does he hit 50?
1: I mean, like we said, there's no goaltending in this fucking division, so it's completely possible. He, I mean, <laughs> I don't think so. I think he hits. I'm saying forty. Yeah, he can hit forty. He's got. I mean, he's great. He's so fucking good, yeah. dude. Tim Stutzler, though.
0: Did you see his? Um, did you see his gear he was wearing yesterday?
1: Uh, hit like
0: off ice. No, like on ice. So he was wearing special skates and he had a custom stick for the Sick Kids organization up in Toronto. Oh no, I didn't. I like, didn't see any of that. It's like so he uses a jet speed. It's typically black and red, and it was like black gray with like a baby blue on it. So sick, and I love mm-hmm. his nameplate on his stick. It's Poppy, um, Poppy thirty four. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> God, Austin Matthews
1: is a great player to just pay attention to. Right, gotta love it. Um, all right. So other than That news. We have some, uh, or I mean, we have another potential French or NHL record about to be breaking, broken, breaking, broken. Uh, Patty Marlowe. he's creeping up on the all-time games record.
0: Yeah, that's insane.
1: Yeah, (laughs) and he's probably not done playing even after this season. Like, (laughs) like this guy is looking for a cup. It's been what. 23 years he's been playing in the show i think so he's at 1,763 games played right now that's crazy (laughs) i didn't know he's a so looking at his career stats he's 566 goals 630 assists he's just over a thousand points like 1,196 He's a career minus twenty four. Yikes! That's gotta suck. Probably some of the down years in San Jose. Um. But man, what's the what? I mean, if he's breaking the record this year, he's he he's like almost never missed a game. Some of these years, it's crazy. What's the number? Is it seventeen sixty five? Yeah. Jesus, I wonder what it's going to end up at. Like, whenever he chooses to retire, do you think he breaks 1800?
0: Oh, man. I want to say he's going to play one more year and cup yeah. chase.
1: Yeah, I could see it being. I can't see him. Oh, I don't know if he would. I don't know. Just because of age, I don't know if he could do it like a thing where he just kind of sits in free agency until like.
0: Somebody needs him,
1: and yeah, I mean, until you see how the the teams are shaking out, and then just signs like a league minimum deal somewhere, or maybe he oh, just signs
0: he's, a. He's easily getting hit at eighteen hundred. Yeah, so we'll see. That's funny. That's fucking crazy, though. And here, <laughs> you want to hear something really funnier? Well, not funny, but it's like insane. Um, Phil Kessel has Steve Larmer for the fifth. Longest Iron Man streak in NHL history, with Jesus. 885 games. So we got Kessel and Yandel both going. Marlow too. Marlow's on the Iron Man streak too. 94. Oh my god! But This Phil Kessel hasn't missed a game since November 3rd, 2019. Well, that's when the streak started. 2019 or 2009? 2009,
1: sorry. I was like, what? <laughs> um. Yeah, man. Longevity is crazy. Everyone is
0: 964 games straight.
1: I don't know how, like, in a game so physical to not like tear or anything, even.
0: And looking at him,
1: like, I don't don't know. It works out. Um, (laughs) One thing that I wanted to point out is like, we saw Lincoln in. This year, breaking the Hawks' rookie record for most saves in a shutout, and it's been kind of like rookie goaltenders in the and like him and like Coughlin were both doing great this season. And Coughlin also just set a franchise record for the Minnesota Wild. It was uh, most goals given up in a game. Oh wow, which is pretty great. I mean, we're both set, we both got <laughs> rookie goalie setting records. Uh, the Minnesota Wild also. That was their franchise record for most goals given up in a game in their 9-1 to loss against the St. Louis Blues. Jesus. Absolutely. I wonder if the Blues were a little pissed. I think it may be the last time the Blues had played the Wild. That was the uh, 2 nothing game where Wild only had 11 shots and one two-zip. They
0: but... came back yesterday, too. They tied the game with less than, like, 30 seconds left, the Blues, and then they the won Blues it then? overtime against the Wild. Oh, no shit. Yeah, I felt so dirty because I had St. Louis on two parlays. I won two hundred bucks, but still, fuck! cheering for the Blues was fucking. I took a long shower after that.
1: Yeah, i would been giving my buddies like the the picks, I, and I, anytime I pick the Blues early on, they would lose. So I was like, "Fuck this! I'm never picking the Blues ever again." So I was just pick against them, like they're not good. They're sitting in a playoff spot right now, but they're not good
0: there. I think they're they're a bubble team. I think they're gonna bust. I don't think. They're gonna yeah. bust and I hope they fucking blow it up tomorrow or today.
1: Looking, let's just say like look, looking at uh looking at the standings right now. Is there any teams that you say are just completely out of it? I think
0: the North Division set.
1: Yeah, you don't think Calgary's gonna no. get any? Yeah. I mean, Montreal has, has three games in hand right now and they're up six points,
0: so it's Calgary is a disappointment this year. Damn. I didn't realize San Jose was as close as they were. Yeah. Four points out. I was not expecting that. Um, I would like to say Arizona's going to make it. And I want, just because I hate St. Louis, but I think St. Louis is probably going to hold on to it. I think LA and Anaheim are done. I think San Jose is done too. Uh, they have a game in hand though.
1: I mean they could make it interesting. It'll be it'll come yeah, down yeah. to the end there. Like, um Detroit, Columbus. The Hawks need to put some winning streaks together. Otherwise I don't think they're gonna make it. I think the East is set too. Yeah, Philadelphia just is a disappointment just can't, this year yeah, too.
0: Can't. I mean the Rangers are, have been picking it up. They're six three and one in their last ten. But
1: do you think they might be able to make a little push? Towards they might the be able to make a little
0: push. I don't they think have they 16
1: have sixteen games left, so yeah.
0: it'll be interesting. I think they make a push. I don't know because Boston also has two games in hand, and they're up four points on Philly and five on New York.
1: The Rangers are such a weird team to me right now because they've they've been blowing teams out, or they've been blown out.
0: they're streaky they're like a it's like a weird streaky (laughs) yeah
1: plus they lost a buffalo recently too i was just like what is happening they murder philadelphia like a few times they killed the penguins and then they lose to buffalo and i'm just like what what are you what team is showing up on any given night (laughs) so let's see they got the islanders they got a couple they got four games against the devils coming up you have to play Buffalo. They got a lot of games versus Islanders and, and uh, the Devils in Philly. They're not playing Pittsburgh anymore. They only have two more against like Boston. They can, they, can make a, they can make a good run. They just need like their toughest team is clearly the Islanders. Two against the Capitals, two against Boston to end the season.
0: I don't know. We'll see. Maybe the Rangers can make a little splash. It'd be fun. Make it really interesting. That's what, like we said last week, last episode. I want last game of the season to have implications on everything.
1: That's the. I mean, that's the craziest part about this year too. Is like you're all playing within the division, so every point fucking matters and like coming down to like like this is you know how like when the season's about to end you usually start to see a little bit playoff type hockey because of these teams that need to make the playoffs like we're gonna see that earlier than Mm -hmm. normal because like these teams are gonna be like hey we have 15 games left we're six points out like we need to get all of these points it does not matter like we can't lose anything like if we We're that playing the teams inside. that we're fighting for spots with. Like, it's always a four-point swing, no matter which way you're going. Yeah.
0: It's like that clip you sent with that potato Dustin Brown. <laughs> um, I love gotta that. Just grind it out for points. Like, you had to – like, I mean, you can't give up. You got to keep fighting and all that kind of stuff. And realistically, there are so many – like, we just going through real quick. Besides the North Division, besides the teams that were in the seventh and eighth place in the division, everybody has – there is a route to the playoffs, how right, realistic right. it is. I don't know. But, I mean, realistically, six of the eight teams in the division are still in contention. And that's going to be some exciting hockey for sure.
1: Yeah. you are going to see a lot of uh, fucking – like, we, we thought it was a, a lot of anger between teams, like, already because they're playing each, each other so much. It's, when teams are fighting for these playoff spots now, like, even harder, you are going to see a lot of shit going down probably. Oh, yeah. <laughs> gonna be exciting all
0: right. all right so you got anything else uh, i think that's it all right so that was episode 130 what do you want to call it bud uh, Trade deadline baby <laughs> all right and as always make sure to follow us on spotify apple podcast rate review subscribe to youtube follow us on social media wcb podcast to check out the Hockey Podcast Network. Go to DraftKings, hashtag, not hashtag, code THPN. And as always, we will see you on the next one. All
1: right. See you later, boys. Love you. Bye.
0: The Windy City Benders Podcast. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube and follow the boys on socials at WCB Podcast.